0: back to the shed boys. It's been a while. Oh it's great to be here. Yeah here we are in the shed taking our chances. In the middle of summer. We are relying on actual social distance and of course our own upstandingly good personal habits. Yeah we were here we were wearing masks until we got uh, settled in. If you go look you might see pictures of our fabulous new mask provided courtesy of Sue of Rich and Sue Incorporated. Check carefully those pictures to notice the event color coordination it's you have to be on the alert for that look at our hats look at the elastics around our ears and then ponder the color of our microphones microphone cables it just goes on and on oh man it just occurs wow. to me I should be able to learn how to colorize those masks with photoshop <laughs>
1: there you but, go uh, we'll just see. do that yeah.
0: just do that just take a couple days out of your life
1: yeah I'm sure it's I'll just Google it. I'll bet you it's super, super
0: easy. But that's fun. Yeah. So lately we've been talking about the actual dates. I don't know if it matters right now. Does it? Yeah. I think it's good. Good habit to be in. Okay. Well, today's May 27th, I think, or 28th, maybe. May 28th. Uh, I don't know anything other than that. you notice I conspicuously did not mention the day of the week. Why? Because it's always Tuesday.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. This, Always Tuesdays. Is that just this month
0: or? Is no, I don't. Next month I might choose Friday for it to be Friday every day of the month. No, are you going somewhere with that because it's well, Thursday today. I'm promoting my money-making idea that you have dismissed oh, that so thoroughly that you don't even remember
1: it. No, yeah. I, I, that's true. But we normally this do. This is just,
0: why I'm so wealthy and you're not. That's right. Because you just let these pearls fall away that's
1: from you. That's right. Yeah. All Tuesday, all the time.
0: <laughs> next just no just nothing i've tried that i've pitched that to a few people nothing
1: yeah there's something going on in the connections of your mind that makes that hilarious (laughs) i'm going i don't know
0: well i was thinking about again coming over here again today i was thinking geez what because i was thinking oh no have i missed another zoom session with my siblings and their kids what day is it today what is it was it it, oh, it's it's Thursday, and then I started laughing because if I only had my calendar out, it would just be Tuesday. I wouldn't even have had to think about that. You do you do that once a week with your family? Well, uh, Nathan, one of my sisters, my sister's eldest son has, him and his wife have taken it upon themselves to organize this thing, which is awesome, and they do it, I think, every other week, and I've only made one so far. I missed one because I was cycling, I think, or and I can't remember. And who's
2: involved? Does Sam get in there? Yeah. Uh,
0: Sam gets on there.
1: Wow. Sam of
0: Balfour. Uncle Sam. He's he's riding the wave, baby. Nice. (laughs) He's going to be listening to this and laughing because, yeah, he's right there live in video color. It's pretty great, really. And we just get on there and everybody kind of just checks in and we see what everybody's dog or kid looks like right now. And anyway, I I couldn't remember what day it was as I was driving over here today because you know why? It's Tuesday. I just don't want to have to remember why should I remember? Hmm. Um. Did you want to hear another great money making idea? Since we're on that topic, anyways. I do. Oh yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, in particular, should be happy about the lack of video for today's episodes, because that expression was not going to be welcomed. No one else will see it except us. This is the question. The idea here is uh, car exerciser. So you guys as wealthy landowners will know that if you have a horse, even if you don't want to ride it, somebody better, because that horse will suffer if it's not exercised regularly, right? As somebody who has owned junky cars for his whole life, I know that if you don't run an older, more dilapidated car regularly, it suffers. It won't start. Things dry up, leaks, spring forth. And the same thing happens to really high-end cars, too. If you don't run them fairly regularly, their fluids settle to the bottom. Their seals dry out. Their tires rot. Now, in COVID times, and just in regular times, wealthy people are often absent from their primary residence for long periods. They go, you know, to their island in Fiji. And their cars, their Lambos and Ferraris and stuff, they just sit down there in the basement. I think there's an opportunity to, especially for guys like me, I'm a professional driver, currently unemployed, to become a car exerciser. Yeah, just leave me the keys. I'll take your Lambo out every other week. Run some errands. Run some some errands. Run up to speed on the Lionsgate Bridge. You know, see if I can get air cresting the Lionsgate Bridge. Just to make sure that all systems are go. So that when you come back, you can just put the key in that baby and it'll start up and go and I'll just report to you anything that comes up. You know? <laughs> A little fender bender. <laughs> like the front end appears to have <laughs> collapsed at some point. I don't know what could have happened. When I parked it, it was fine. When I got back, it was all crumpled. No, but I mean, you know, I think just there's some difficulty, of course, like validating that I am not completely crazy. I, I think in this case... A driver's abstract that just shows no criminal convictions might not be adequate for allowing me to take the helm of their many hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. And just for the record, Bugatti Veyrons have been spotted in North Vancouver. Those are those multi-million dollar supercars, the one that costs... I believe it was twenty to twenty-five thousand US for an oil change (laughs) because there's a plug under each of the twelve or sixteen cylinders. Of course, you have to take off to empty, just to make sure it's like it's just nutty, hmm. just completely. Those are the guys when the revolution occurs; they're going to get eaten first. I believe I've said that before in this program, so Mm. they're going to get eaten first. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I'm all for eat the rich as long as it turns out that I'm not rich, like. If they set the bar for eating the rich at 50 grand a year, then I'm not all. Yeah.
1: Cause yeah, sometimes it's surprising, right? Yes. Everybody that. considers themselves middle class. <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, uh, yeah. So I'm a little worried about where they would set the bar for eating, but, uh. Yeah. And the, the age, age bar nigh. as well.
1: Did you guys see the video of the woman in Central Park? Yeah, I sure did. That one's fascinating.
0: Yeah. That's
1: uh, I mean, it's not. F- What'd you think
0: of the results for her? I think it's okay. Yeah. So, should we? I mean,
1: the, the, so just to catch you up on this movie, you might have heard it or, or our listeners. I didn't watch it, but I know what
0: you're talking yeah, about. I yeah. Yeah.
1: She's
2: Canadian. That's what I heard.
1: Yeah. It really? Not is right, that right? Eh? And the guy is, uh, the guy's a birder. And so, yeah. So he's there all the time and he's often admonishing people to put their dogs back on leashes. So she went there. She did the whole your called the cops and said, I have an African-American blah, blah, blah. And the words she's saying in her tone of voice makes it sound like attack is imminent.
0: Well, she's threatening my life. No, she didn't say my life, threatening me and my dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I guess a small T threatening. (laughs) Actually, he didn't even say, if you don't put your dog on leash, I'm going to do something. He didn't even do that. All he did was
0: video her and not turn it off when she, because... Yeah, that's so she it. realizes
1: what she did was wrong. I really like him because he's saying, hey, I didn't want her to lose her job or anything. I felt it was important to video and and I uh, just want people to remember to p-
0: get your, like. That's what's, what's fun about that is he didn't go into it wanting her to lose her job for not leashing her dog. I'd like to ask him if he feels that given her threat, losing her job is an appropriate consequence. Yeah, I think it is. I do too, because
2: basically. But didn't he ask that she doesn't, Get death threats and lose her job? Did yeah, you?
0: I yeah. don't know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. He might have. So I, I just thought she should lose her job. I don't think she wanted that job, dog, because really what it boiled down to for me is that's essentially a death threat.
1: She returned that dog too, eh?
0: I don't know if she returned it or they took it. Yeah, one way went back the, to the Yeah, because
1: she was mistreating the dog in yeah. the video as well.
2: She
0: she looked like to me. Oh, well, she
2: was just doing a, a walk from an SPCA or something. Yeah,
0: so maybe we should back all the way up here. Should we? Um, sure, go ahead. So the video we're referring to is this woman who's walking in a section of Central Park that's quite well known. It's called the Ramble, okay. and it's a leash on section of the park. Quite clear, you got to have bird watchers go there. So some guy is out there bird watching and he sees this woman. She's got a dog off the leash. She's but
1: a, but is she walking? Is she just taking the dog from SPCA? Was Moby's question?
0: No, sorry, I don't think she was. Just take. She's. I think she had the dog for a bit, for a little
1: bit, but it seemed to be still in a trial period. Yeah. And, but it'd be interesting to know, Uh-oh. did she get the dog taken from her or did she just decide yeah. because she's kind of, because she's so upset, she's kind of wrangling the dog and it's, it's a, an annoyance when she's got this intense thing going on I with the guy was- and then the dog's like, rah, 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 won't stop because she's kind of holding it in the air yeah. by the collar and that's going to hurt the throat and he, he said, finally, um, he said once, once she got the hook on the collar, then the dog was okay. But until then the dog was really I think being was, mistreated.
0: Honestly, I think she was embarrassed. That's what started it. Like he's, I think this guy comes along and she says, could you leash your dog? And when the video starts, she's kind of kneeling over top of the dog fighting to get the leash onto it. Then it's squirming around just like Archie <laughs> says, the dog's not really cooperating, right? Doesn't. But she's trying to, and then she says, could you stop videoing this? And he just said, I just asked you to get your lead. And she said, I want you to stop. And she got all focused on the fact that he was making a video of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And she walked towards him and she's pointing her finger at him and said, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call them police and tell them an African American man is threatening me. And he said, please do call the police. Absolutely. I want you to stop videoing. He doesn't really respond, but he doesn't stop videoing. And she goes away. And she's now she's got the dog kind of dangling by its collar as she tries to dial the police. And she gets on the phone and starts talking to them and her tone then turns kind of theatrical. It's like, oh, there's an African-American man here and he's threatening me and my dog in the ramble. And oh, oh, you know, she's just like, she knows what she's doing is the issue for me. She knows 100% what the likely response yeah. of the police to a black man is threatening me in Central Park is likely to be. Even she so, knows. the 911 operators are likely
1: to be thinking, this is weird. Like the woman's making a big deal out of the fact yeah. that the guy's African-American. Yeah. And so they're probably thinking, okay, watch out for her
0: too. And the cops probably knew to. They probably do. But yeah. my, my deal is what I believe her intent Oh, yeah. You know, she threatens him and he calls her and she she makes as good a pitch as she knows how to get this guy in a world of hurt with the cops. And I just think, wow, that is so far offside, so far. So she lost her job, dog went back to the thing. And, and she's a Democrat. Well, And she did some massive apology and the, the apology just got dragged by everybody in Twitter that I see anyways. Because, I mean, she probably meant it, but it's... You know, the questions are like, okay, so you were a VP of financial investment at Franklin something or other? Templeton. Franklin Templeton. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it's kind of like, well, how many people did yes. you say, oh, they're not a good fit for the team because they're the wrong color? Or, you know, I don't think they have the qualities we're really looking for because they're the wrong color. Yeah. You know, like mm, yeah. it's that kind of response. You see that behavior, you immediately infer that it's going to permeate all her actions. And you're now happy that she's not in a position mm. to do those things anymore. It's it's the whole thing was just whoa, really a lot. I thought.
1: Hey, you guys want to do
0: a listener mail? Yes, I do. I do want to do that. I'm right. so
2: excited, RJ. I can't believe it over here. <laughs> no, seriously, it's
1: listener mail. I yeah. want to do. We we have a lot of listener mail from Lee from Courtney. It's, yeah, it's I all Holly all the time, plus a little bit more. So there's uh, we have about four different ones from Lee. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So uh, this is on uh, 85, episode 85, Dogs They Be, where we talked about the Beatles and a number of other things. And Lee goes, hi dogs, glad you're all doing well in these bizarre times. I have to say I am so impressed with how great the podcast sounds, even though the three of you are in different places. And uh, up till today we've been in different places, yes. Can TV stations learn from you? Every time there's a story with a reporter out somewhere on the anchor in the studio, there's always the annoying time delay. And yet the three of you chat away like you're in the same room, no awkward silences or tripping over each other. How do you do it?
0: So I responded to that. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I did send a note back to Lee and it said, well, it's pretty easy. We cheat. We have lots of time. So we take our tracks and we edit out all the talking over each other. We edit out all the lags. There really were no lags that I was aware of. Yeah, so so just so you know cuz
1: a lot of even professional podcasts don't do this um because often the people they're interviewing are non-technical and it would be really onerous to send a tech out to the house and get them set up. But between KJPG and I, we all know how to record ourselves at home and we all have high-quality microphones. Yes. So that's what happens on that. We each record ourselves It's only the sound of our voice because we're using headphones, so the microphone doesn't pick up the other people. And then PJ layers them into a three-channel sound file and actually carefully aligns so that it works. That's why one time you saw us doing a one, two, three clap. (laughs) That was just to get that alignment working. It actually worked really well, by the way. KJ, I don't know if we... Yeah, because we did, I mean, we had other technical issues that were unrelated to the clap, but the
0: clap part, it worked totally well. Uh, a, a fun note on that is on the audio, the clap 100 didn't work, right? On the audio track, it was offset. On Skype, it didn't work. Yeah. Yes. It's just really and funny. Skype, was, and you can think about why. Yeah, it's obvious that it shouldn't work. Yeah. Right? But it was. I just thought it was very fun that you know, when you're seeing the video, you can see whether we did it together or not. And when you listen to the independent audio, it just doesn't quite line up because it has to go around the horn out to the satellite and back again. Yeah. And the image.
1: Like I'm saying one, two, three clap. You hear my voice about, it's, it's actually only about a half or a third of a second later. If that, yeah. But it seems like a long time. And then I do my clap and you're clapping perfect. Both of you clap perfectly with me, although you you noted that you were a little late. Yeah, know, I, I did. So to you, it's like, I'm perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah. like. well, I said so. But the other day. person seems to be clapping late
0: and you're going, can you please keep up? <laughs> it was that whole thing. There was uh, like, I'm happy to be here in the shed, but there was a lot of fun little learning done with that. Right. With and the remote exercise. The audio files are cool because you got the three
1: channels and the, the you see the waveforms. And no matter how zoomed out or in you are, there's this really tall line right when we clap because it goes so high above everything else that it stands out, even if you're zoomed out and the entire wave file is in front of you, you could still see this line. Uh, And And you just keep zooming in and zooming in and then you make sure that that line is on the exact same pixel on the waveform. Yeah. And uh, yeah,
0: it's cool. It's, It's pretty fun. And like I say, the whole examination of lags Wi-Fi related lags and stuff like that and how it's hard to keep things 100% synced up. Yeah, because it moves around. It does. Early in the session, maybe your Wi-Fi is poor. Later, it's good. So your voice is now moving back. Like at human speeds of conversation, it's not noticeable, but if you have crosstalk on the tracks, it immediately becomes noticeable. You get echo and you carefully line them up and get rid of it. And two minutes later, there's echo again because it drifts the other way, right? Mm. It's...
1: Now, as far as the news goes, you got the news is live generally. It's maybe taped, but it was done live. And uh, you got your anchor and then you got your remote and the remotes maybe across the world or, you know, Newfoundland, which is like across the world, right?
0: Yeah. It's essentially but, another planet.
1: Yeah. And, and so they have that time lag and I've often wondered, can't they fix that? And the answer is not really not unless you want to have someone do some post editing yeah. Yeah. to what is supposed to be a live newscast, yeah. and you can only do that so fast. So anyway, they... Yeah, that's yeah. that's
0: why I said cheating, because they don't have the luxury of all that time. They don't. But then the professional
1: podcasts, like I say, these are podcasts that have millions of listeners. Yeah. But I mean, the the some of them are very, very good anyway. Like uh, the Kona Needs a Friend, he's got the three of them are distinct, but they all have really good microphone setups. So yeah. they're basically the same as us, yeah. but then his guest will often have that tinny sound of using yeah. his computer mic or a headphone mic or whatever.
2: Yeah. I saw a talking head last night. The one of the first I saw, and you can see his microphone, you know, it's very similar to this. And I, I'm thinking, Oh, that's really good sound. This guy has really good sound compared to all the other talking heads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and on, uh, on the same thing, I, I think I told you guys that, uh, Kristen in North Van said, I hate your podcast because you make all the other podcasts sound so lousy because our sound is so good.
1: Yeah, like, it's, it's interesting. I love that one. It's way of Yeah, I wording. hate you because you're so good. <laughs> it's good, yeah. Um, I get that all the time yeah, anyway. Me too. But, yeah. I ruin a lot
0: I, of lives just by being so marvelous. I said you should
2: uh, write that in for listener mail because we like that kind <laughs> yeah, of shit. yeah.
1: <laughs> and Lee goes on. Guarding the mortar and pestle, I use it to pulverize sea salt, but I'm sure it could take berry sugar down to icing sugar powder. If you can't find icing sugar on the shelves these days, I'd suggest just getting a huge container full of the ready-to-go icing from Bulk Barn and call it done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll get right on that. (laughs) Keep on being safe and following the rules. Like RJ, I kind of like the new order
0: Costco Oh, that's right, because I had been moaning. I hardly ever complain about stuff, as you know, but I had actually let my guard down and complained about being shivvied through the aisles at Costco. And you, RJ, had expressed approval of the autor- authoritarian regime in place. Oh, yes, I am. A <laughs> and big, I didn't big fan of uh, that. I didn't. And Lee it. likes that. Yes, yes. Yes. she likes 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 law and order. She likes the trains to run on time,
1: just like RJ. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably a little bit of German in our heritage, (laughs) I'm guessing.
0: I don't know. The world's teetering on the brink of fascism, and you guys are on board.
1: (laughs) We're on board. Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, Lee continues, in response to uh, PJ, your reply, about the geeky steps we take to get all the sound working fine. She says, not geeky PJ, most interesting. And post-COVID, which won't be 100% post till a vaccine, in my opinion, I think some people will do things differently. Turns out there's a lot I do not miss, and can also get along just fine
0: without. I may not be alone. Right, so I wrote her back a note about our editing, and I kind of ran on, because I tend to run on, and I went into some detail about what we just talked about, about how Wi-Fi affects things and everything. And I sort of apologized at the end to say, sorry, I kind of, this is a bit geeky. I didn't really mean to go on and on like that. And she opens her response by saying, not geeky at all. So good. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to have to listen to it all again, <laughs> but oh <a> well. <while. laughs> Which I appreciate. She, she validates all that. And thank you. All. Now we
1: have a winner from our dinosaur attacks cards giveaway.
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> that was that also episode eighty five? I don't know. No, no. No, it was uh, 86. D- dog's Attack, yeah. Dog's Attack. Uh so Michael from Coquitlam there you go, has Michael. said the magic words. I'm not gonna tell you what the magic words are. You'd have to go listen to oh, episode eighty six if you want to find out how to get your free set of dinosaur attacks cards, vintage from nineteen eighty eight, highly valuable. Trains run on time. <laughs> Trains run on time. It's not gonna give you the I password again, you go back that. in you can have some free
0: gum as well. and
2: uh, I don't know that there'd be a lot of call for those. So.
0: Well, I mean. It was very exciting for who can me. No, know? We've had quite a landslide on dinosaur attacks. And we've given one away. There's still two out there for those of you who want to cash in on that.
1: I offer. don't know. I'm hoping that uh, when Mike and Joanne get around to it, uh, whoever will.
0: Oh, that's an excellent. Maybe yeah. Uncle Uncle Rob will get to that. Yeah,
1: maybe so. If not, we'll give it a month or something and then I'm going to bring the three packs in and we can add to our own collections, maybe
0: bring our originals and see if we can do a little trading. Nice. Maybe we can consider a stop time video of the whole story if we got all 54 panels.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that be be great?
1: (laughs) Hey, we have a new comment from uh, Nancy from New Westminster also on episode 85. That was a big episode, wasn't it? I guess so, yeah. Hey dogs, my friend has a doctor in New Westminster who gives her only 15 minutes for a visit and only for one thing. If she has two issues, she has to make an appointment for the second one. On the other hand, my doctor gives me as much time as I need. We know which of those doctors is the good one. Right. (laughs) Now I was reflecting on this. What if you had the most amazing doctor in the world, but they only allowed one? Well, I was kind of in that boat
0: because for a while my doctor was a one topic per visit guy. He's since relented and relaxed. Hmm. But for a while he was kind of doing that and I kept and seeing And he's a good him. doctor, you say? Yeah, I like him. But also it's worth noting that here in the lower mainland it is pretty difficult quite often to find a new doctor. Like a doctor who's not Well, I just won. I wondered about that.
1: I wondered if you if because right now I think the doctors are suffering just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Right now, this moment, you might be able to get a doctor a little easier. Yeah,
1: because some of them might be
0: going, I need more of my phone call patients. Yeah, yeah, might be. But typically, it's kind of hard to find a new doctor.
1: Right. But this is a PSA for any of you out there looking yeah, then, for a no, doctor. Yeah, that's a
0: good one too. I never thought of that, but yeah. that intuitively makes some sense.
1: All right. Now, Nancy continues, mind you, I only see my doctor once or twice a year. I remember my visit to the doctor in 2018. I was there for one hour and 15 minutes and there was no issue or problem. Unfortunately, I think the one item per visit is becoming more popular. So just confirming that that's an issue. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Nancy. Anyways, thank you for, I love it when people write in. I love these.
1: And finally, to close off listener mail, we have a comment from Lee from Courtney on episode 87, Shed Hunting Dogs. And as of this uh, recording date, that was our most recent episode. Without any ado, further or otherwise, PJ is so right. And I think that's worth calling out.
0: Yes, I think. What uh, was yeah. that again? I think quite hear just that. Just as
1: an aside, let, let's make sure that people call that out when it happens. <laughs> uh, he says, PJ is so right about one of your most faithful listeners that being a major all caps fan of the late David Cassidy. The lead singer and beautiful face in front of the Partridge family. Sure, there was Davy Jones and Donny Osmond and whomever else, but they paled in comparison to David Cassidy. Largest fan club in the world, of course, at one time. That hair, those eyes, and of course, the puka shell necklace. My first kiss. Sure, it was on the giant size wall poster from Tiger Beat magazine, but it was still magic.
0: I just love that. For as long as I've known her, Lee will definitely step right out and say, no, David Cassidy's the bomb. Just absolutely no hesitation, no reservation at all. Doesn't matter, anything stupid TV show. David Cat, don't you talk smack about David Cassidy. It was funny, we had that whole session on the monkeys and made up bands. And we
1: forgot to mention the Partridge yeah. family and they're yeah. like preeminent of those or one of the and most they
2: were
0: important right examples. Sure, yeah, yeah.
2: I love that show. Yeah, it was a good did show. Did you say that Shirley Jones was his mother? Isn't that
1: fascinating? Uh,
0: is she his mother or his stepmother? Shirley
1: Jones is his stepmother, stepmother in real life. Yeah. And in the show she plays his mother, which is just like oh, awesome. I
2: mean, we must've known that when we were watching it. We, oh,
1: I'll bet we knew it. Yeah. That's cool. And then uh, his... I remember
2: his father. I rem- I remember seeing pick that picture before. Isn't that and is a... it,
0: isn't it... Like my thought about Jack Cassidy was, I thought I always saw him in B-Westerns. That's, that's what I associate him with. I don't know if that's right. I haven't looked into it, but I associate Jack Cassidy with B-Westerns and he's always... This, the slick dressed, smooth talking bad guy. He's always that guy. Like a banker, a bad banker. Or, whatever. or a, a powerful rancher who yeah. appears to be friendly, but is in fact evil, you know, that right. kind of
1: stuff. And you take one look at his Wikipedia photo and it yeah. just has that written all <laughs> yeah. over it. He's
0: always the guy with the, the silver guns. Right? And
1: David Cassidy's smile right there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I had no idea. It's just fantastic. And he he lived a sordid life, that's for sure.
0: I didn't read the Wikipedia thing.
1: Yeah, they had one I little say. anecdote where uh, he went out with uh, one woman, might've been an ex-wife. This is David Cassidy? This is his father. Jack Cassidy. Jack Cassidy. And they go to a nightclub. And as the night progresses, Jack Cassidy gets more and more drunk and he ultimately ends up running around the nightclub frantically <laughs> and they toss him out. What do you mean, just running? Yeah, just running. And then he ends up, he phones X, Y's. Can you come over and have some drinks with me? He phones Nanette Fabre. Oh yeah. Remember her? So they were an item. Oh, what did she, uh, what she was says, she the shill for?
0: Uh, she was maybe, but she was
1: also in game shows.
0: Yeah. But she was a shill for, I don't know if it was Oil of Olay. She had some, she's oh, Nanette Fabre. And I always mix her up with whoever the woman was, who was the Florida Orange spokesperson.
1: Oh, right. Phyllis Shafley.
0: No, it wasn't Phyllis Schaaf. Oh no, Anita Bryant. Anita Bryant, yeah. there you go. Nice one, RJ. Homophobic Anita Bryant. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, and so, so then- running around naked. So that makes you think about- <laughs> Not naked. Oh, it's interesting that you went there, yes, but yeah. Yes, <laughs>
2: it's my little fantasy world. Well, that's what I was going to th- That's where I thought you were going with that. That's that's what I thought Really outrageous.
0: That's why I thought that was, I I thought for sure it was going to be naked in there. And then
1: David Cassidy said after his father died and he died tragically, well, just as an aside, his father died, he got uh, drunk, came home, fell asleep on the couch with a cigarette. And of course the couch caught on fire. I think the entire place burnt down or much of the place burnt down. They had hopes that he was out of town because his car was gone. But they found his bones and his uh, teeth and his little signet ring from wherever he graduated. And then some other guy came forward and said, oh yeah, I just borrowed his car. Here it is back. So where was I? Oh yeah. And after he died, then David Cassidy said, oh, it turns out I learned after my father was dead, he was bisexual. Really? So yeah. So I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that back then it would be like, oh, that's like, oh, that's wild. Yeah, and PJ's laughing because he's remembering Seinfeld.
0: No, just just the that phrase. Not well, that it's from it Seinfeld, any, is it? Oh, yeah, no, it
1: makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, there's a whole episode of Seinfeld when they're talking about someone who's gay, and they always immediately follow it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which of course makes you think they all feel. Yeah, that there's something exactly. Wrong and right
0: when I mean. you say it like that, I don't take it in the Seinfeld context. No, I'm but just in the yeah, uh, I'm just talking that it. in. Yeah, but, and when I when I think about him running around the. I think about all the drugs that were available just in the drugstore on the shelf that were in fact addictive and awful, you know, barbiturates and stimulants and all kinds of crazy stuff that you could just get. Or the Germans, Germans sent soldiers, lots of their soldiers into the field at the beginning of the war, at least with, I think they called them pep pills. Speed. Speed but they were speed. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, okay, boys go, you're going to be awake oh. for 76 straight hours. So go. Yeah. And they're not the only ones. eh? No. And they, like, yeah. And they, they were just, everybody thought, oh, science is awesome. Yeah. And there's Jack running around the club. <laughs> With no clothes on. Well, apparently he had clothes on. I <laughs> was used one
1: pill short of the no clothes threshold. <laughs> but yeah, David Cassidy himself. I mean, uh. Of course, you know, we would never say anything bad about him anyway.
0: No, not to our number one correspondent. No. But if
1: she's not listening right now, what would we say? Well, I mean, he had some alcohol problems, but that's, that's kind of. I, I really didn't know. It, yeah. It I mean, funny. I just had a quick read through the uh, yeah. thing, but I mean, read through a uh, Wikipedia entry about pretty well anyone who's related with music and there's going to be yeah. some kind of Is thing going on.
0: No, he's, no. he passed away a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah. He was starting to get dementia, it's sad and a few other things and. But he was still
0: active, like he toured forever. Mm -hmm. Just for well, in fact, Nancy said, "Oh no, Nancy was going to go see the Monkeys, the remaining Monkeys." Yeah, they're they're still on. Actually, they've reannounced a new date for next year. Yeah, but uh, what
1: was it about uh, that show that was so great? I remember enjoying, yeah, just the the idea
2: of the family. As far as I was
0: concerned, oh, Susan Day—that's what was great. Oh Oh, yeah, of course, Susan Day. Like, come on! No, it was because it was the family. He always, even though, do you guys, I don't know. I used to watch that show and you know, the little kid that played the tambourine. Mm -hmm. You always, you you always used to think, no, no. The girl, the little blonde
2: girl. Little girl.
0: She was very young. Like in the real world, she was probably five or six years old. And she was always plays the tambourine. And I used to think that's so lame. Like they just, she's not even doing anything. Danny, whatever his name is. Danny Bonaduce Bonaduce he could play or looked like he could play they all looked like they could legitimately do something except her yeah but how old was she she was literally five or six years old and so I just thought keep her off don't get her up there (laughs) keep her off the stage she looks dumb they're a family I know they are and they're wholesome as anything and they couldn't possibly
1: you probably said Betty and Veronica should get off the stage too
0: no, actually the animated Archies used to drive me crazy because it was really cheapoid animation and they did the same, they did this move <laughs> a lot and it just went on and on and on. It was really cheap animation. Yeah. It was maddening to watch. Yeah. I mean, as we grew up, we had the
1: high quality animation of the Warner brothers and uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. But, but once we got into the seventies, that was all over Yeah, and they just couldn't afford to hand draw
0: each, well each frame uh, and. And the really the groundbreaking thing for that was the Hercules cartoons. I don't know if you guys ever remember those, the Hercules Hercules, Winner of Fame and That, yeah. Hey Herc (laughs) Hey Fame and Glory, Hercules. (laughs) Hero of song and story fighting for the right.
2: Hercules, Hero of song and story. Hercules, winner of ancient glory. Fighting for the right, fighting with his might. With the strength of ten ordinary men. Hercules, people are safe when near him. Hercules, only the evil fear him.
0: Softness in his eyes, iron in his thighs. Virtue in his heart, fire in every part of the mighty. <laughs> and it was just horrible the way that thing was animated. Yes, it was yes. just, and
1: yet, oh, the explosions. I here we are, it. fifty years later. I can I remember think, the music. Is that? Music. That's probably. I'm going to guess that's a Canadian cartoon. I
0: don't mm-hmm. know.
1: Okay, no. what about the one with Friar Tuck who throws? That was part of the Hercules. Oh, that was Robin Hood. Yeah, that that's not American. I believe that's Canadian or maybe that the, f- maybe it was done in Britain and brought over to Canada, but it was also that horrible. and Hercules, I never saw down in the States. And the moment I came over the border, I'm watching the, oh, uh, yeah. the, the Robin Hood and just thinking, this is hilarious.
0: It was horrible. Well, man. it was horrible, but it, in a kitschy way, it was funny, right? <sighs> I just, that was another one. Was it actually just called Robin Hood? See, I can't remember any of the theme music. For no, that. no. You know what it is? Rocket Robin Hood. Rocket Rod. That's right. Isn't okay. there? Yeah,
1: yeah. And there was a
0: theme. Band of brothers marching together, heads held high in all kinds of
2: weather. With fiery blasts, the roaring of his rise Beyond the earth, beyond the
1: skies. At the side of Robin, take stand. With the gallant fear of a band, send a joyous shout. And the opening credits got Friar Tuck and there's only three frames. There's a big chicken wing at his face and then his hand goes back. Yeah. And then he eats another chicken wing and
0: it. Yeah. Oh man. Just so, so bad. Like that stuff made Fireball XL five look engaging and dramatic and real. Spider-Man was another
1: example, extremely poor animation. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, Ralph Bakshi,
0: he was great. Well, Ralph Bakshi oh. was the guy that did all those spider Man. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Because his work on The Lord of the Rings was a little subpar as well.
1: Uh-huh, and everyone talks, oh, he was
0: an amazing guy, and I'm thinking- well, oh, maybe he's bad. an amazing guy, but his animation blew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this is great. I Great know know material. Up, guys. Sorry, I don't know how we ended up down there, but- That's
1: where we needed to end up.
2: So the other day, when, we, uh, when I re- reorganized the shed, the kids were helping me right because that goddamn murphy bed take the mattress out and it still weighs a ton and it's dangerous too because it's on a great big massive spring it's just really hard to get us. anyway so i was i'm gonna put these two posters up on the ceiling and i looked up and i see bob marley's up there on the ceiling so i've bob marley got this poster that came from dylan's bedroom long long time ago and i'm that's not really my poster. I, I didn't. So I said So I said to Dill, I said, uh, why don't you... Um, I said, Dill, do you want that poster? I don't want anymore. He says, nah. I said, well, why don't you put it on Craigslist for free? Say the best essay or why you think you, <clears throat> you should have this poster for free. Gets the poster. And he thought that was a great idea. So he <laughs> posts it. This is probably a week and a half ago now. I, I guess he didn't word it right... And he got one offer for ten bucks and a six pack, <laughs> but he said, he's, yeah." I think he actually uh, said, "No, we need uh, some sort of project like an essay." I don't know, but he never got back. So anyway, the other night there in here, and I said, "Dill, did you get any more responses to the?" He says, "No," but uh, I said, "Well, why don't you?" Lucy says, "Why don't you like repost it and just make it clearer what you want?" So since then, we've had two entries, and I'd like to read them for you. Nice.
0: Oh, I was hoping we'd get to offer it as a shed dog offer. Well,
2: it still could be Mm -hmm. a possibility, but here's one.
0: I think it's been up there forever.
2: And it says, My music room is waiting for the king of reggae, Rastamon himself. Its walls deserve John Lennon and Sting, which I already have. Been looking and can't find a Marley that suited my taste. I would be delighted to have this priceless marley abelia because that's what Dilly called it in the post. So that was the first one, and he just sent another one just now. That that was the text I was looking at. This one says...
1: I'm going to give that one a 6 out of 10.
2: I've always been a Marley fan since I was a little boy. My mother loved Bob. She's seen him twice, live, and the first time she thought I was too young, I was around eight, and every ever every since that day, I've always loved Bob Marley and the Whalers. I have posters and flags I cherish. I'll always love Bob Marley. My, my stepdad's name is Bob, and she name, named my little brother Marley. I couldn't believe it. That's real. Whoever gets this precious piece of history, I hope will cherish it as much as I would. Thanks for your time. One love, much love.
0: Oh, okay, that's about a nine there. That's an eight or a nine. If you're naming your kid Marley, that's pretty good, isn't it? That's yeah, awesome. pretty serious.
2: So that just came in, like in the last hour. All right.
1: So there's probably another few days worth of submissions I guess I don't know that's great Isn't that fun that <laughs> yeah. is very good <laughs> so listeners, just look for that ad in uh, Craigslist and you yeah, can respond yeah. as well if you're uh, you know what you're up against now because
0: that poster's about four by two or something is it four by two and three a half? by five
1: I would say three by five Yeah, something like it's that. That.
0: pretty big yeah I would have thought that
1: very first entry would have offered some ganja not a six pack i, I that's a week. Ten bucks in a six-pack on not an essay. That's just a straight <laughs> up, you know, come on. Well, it's better than nothing. So that's probably what they were thinking. I'll just toss this his way and see how it goes.
0: Well, yeah, you could just as easily have said, I want it. <laughs> that's my essay. I want yeah, it. Yeah, I made bread the other day, boys. Me too. After speaking disparagingly. Nice. About all the breadheads, I went ahead and made bread the other day, because I was neatizing my cupboards, and I found a mix that I received as a Christmas gift about two years ago, and rather than just chuck it out, I decided to make it. and it was delicious. It's fabulous, absolutely fabulous.: I made bagels. Bagels? do they involve deep frying?:
2: No, you boil them for one minute.
0: Boil, of course, of course.
2: And very tasty, very good. And my next accomplishment will be croissant. Wow! Mais mon Dieu!
0: Well, I will go into deep freeze starting Monday. Haley comes back from Montreal, so
2: you're Monday. you're gonna self isolate, yeah. because she will be at home, yeah, self isolating. So
1: the two of you together for two weeks,
0: yeah, pretty much, uh-huh. just because she's coming back from Montreal. I'm I'm yes. sure she's yeah. okay, but Montreal is not, yeah. Now, will it be a
1: good idea for you and Haley to choose a time during that two-week period, I'm not sure when,
0: to get tested? Well, if I could ask to get tested, I'd go do it today, this afternoon, this minute. I'd leave this podcast and just go get tested. Oh, and Burnaby,
1: every time I drive up Boundary, I look at the little testing thing, drive-in testing right in Burnaby. And really? uh, and I doubt that that's Burnaby residents only. Do you do you need to be exhibiting symptoms or anything stupid? Uh, originally, like that? I I think they you could Google it, see if they've relaxed it. Oh I will. I didn't I even suspect know. that like I kinda tried to look in, I didn't see any big lineup. So I suspect
0: that if you just roll up, they'll probably oh, test it. Oh my you. god, I'd just love to know because so did you guys get that survey? Did you send me the survey that was being done by Greater Vancouver Regional Health or something like that. I
2: just got one this morning.
0: And it said, do you want to participate? And it asked you all your stuff. It said, do you want to do contact tracing? Did you have a cold any time after? I think it was January 20th, but it might have been January 31st. Did you have a cold or a fever? And I thought, oh, that's interesting that they should be asking that. And I'm sure the reason they're asking it is they're trying to figure out whether the virus was circulating prior to everybody getting all excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I did have a cold starting February 3rd that I couldn't shake for two months. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of coughing. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was a cold. It was just a lot of dry coughing that I just could yeah. not shake. And yeah, which may not be a cold. Yeah. yeah, and I had one one day of mild fever. Cause I did develop a cold. Eventually my right. bronchial, everything got annoyed enough that I developed a slight fever, but it only lasted a day, but the cough went on for another couple of weeks after that. And I just would like to know, geez, maybe I'm already immune. Maybe everything's beautiful. Right. And, and that's, it's kind of confusing,
1: isn't it? There's the antibody tests, which would tell you if you're already immune. And I guess there's a different test that tells you if you're currently sick.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I don't know which you get,
1: yeah, and I, I want to know about
2: immunity. Well, they're they're talking that the antibody test is
1: not very. It has false. Yeah, something. Yeah. positives maybe.
0: Because what you I really want to know, if that's know. It might be just in mm. the states. Well, you want to know both. You want to know: Am I going to make anybody else sick? But anyway, and you also want to know: Am I? Have I been sick? Am I immune? Yeah. Can I be made sick anymore? I don't know. I'd love to know. Yeah, so I check it out. I'll I'll,
1: I'll bet you North Van also has a site, and if not, I'll bet you Burnaby takes
0: people from anywhere yeah no i 100 percent. and since we're talking about this anyways boys my first experience went for a ride on uh, the other day i can't remember monday or tuesday out to ubc there's a lovely one of the nicest coffee shops it's a bean around the world it's on the ubc grounds back where the agriculture buildings used to be it's just a leafy bower so nice had a coffee sitting out around the table me and dale and heidi of north van not a listener And we're sitting there and somebody comes out with a clipboard Mm -hmm. and says, I need somebody's name and number. And we're kind of, huh? And she said, well, in case anybody gets sick. And I said, oh, contract tracing. Oh, you're doing, I'll I'll do that. You know, like absolutely I'll do that. Like totally. That's a first. And then Angie and I went to dinner last night at the number one beef noodle corner of Moscow up in Willingdon. Highly recommend, just by the by. And they're taking seating. It's really, in, so that's the first time I've experienced the thermometer. You know, they just point it at you from oh, a distance. Oh, you got of, one of those. Yeah, pointed at you from a distance of about a foot, 18 inches from your forehead. Wow. You just point it. Nope, at you're not restaurant. running. At this restaurant, yeah. Huh. And then you get in there and stuck to the table, there's a barcode. No, not a barcode, a- uh, QR code. A QR code, thanks, RJ, yeah. And you just, he says, just uh, just scan that. I'm thinking, how do I scan while you just take a picture yeah, and up comes this thing and you fill out all your information, you push a button and that's your contact information gone to the restaurant for,
1: for contact I just think
0: that is, yeah. so the point of this little thing is not that those were so cool, but that every time I go out and do something, it's something new. Every time I go to the grocery store, it's something new that they're doing. You know, I just think it's really fun. People
1: are industrious.
0: And these guys, yes, I think restaurant prices are going to rise, Because they can only half fill the restaurant and they're having to do a ton more work for every customer that comes in there. I've taken to tipping at least 20% if I ever go anywhere, takeout or otherwise, because those guys are just, they're working their cans off to make this money. It's ridiculous. And I just think what'll happen is if we ever get back to normal, those prices will be the new normal. So, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I got to remember to do that more often what's that
1: tip better because i just and we had pizza the other day and i just routinely grabbed the 15 percent. and yeah th- and to
0: me that's more like a normal thing it's but. normal
1: but still just out of appreciation
0: yeah uh, obviously you go oh
1: this person gets to work not yeah. everyone does well people that can't work end up getting other compensation anyway he's out there getting higher risk than most yeah. people so why not
0: So that's it for this week, you guys. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us here in the shed again on a beautiful sunny day with stunningly clear windows in this shed. KJ has been busy in his quarantine state, like probably many of you, improving his living space. And it's uh, it's kind of night and day in here any other day. Um, that was a lot of fun. We want you to take care of yourselves. We certainly want you to keep listening and come back. We especially want more of that juicy, tasty listener mail because that stuff is life-affirming. So send us that and take care of yourself in the meantime and have fun. Say goodbye, boys.
2: Goodbye.
0: This is RJ signing off. Atta boy, RJ. Nice.